Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about delicious Lifetime movies. (laughs) I'm Bridget. I'm Anne. And this week, we watched Night Club Secrets. Sorry, this was, that was uh, my fault. (laughs) I (laughs) fully take Uh, the blame for this one. You know, I thought, like, I wanted to veer away a little bit from our HGTV stuff. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I thought, hey, you know what? I like things are opening back up. People are going out like let's get a little nightclub. That'd be fun, right? No, this movie sucked. Quick synopsis is girl gets murdered. Her sister tries to solve the mystery of her death because it was made she's not murdered she's yes it was a suicide but they're like it wasn't it was a murder so she goes undercover as a bottle girl in (laughs) the club where her sister was working to figure out what happened and uncovers a whole slew kinds of of shit gross gross dudes (laughs) there are gross nasty men everywhere in and honestly most of the white guys just looked like each other so i had a hard time like keeping track of some of the the white dudes yes that's very fair a good guy and a bad guy looked like they were brothers which was very confusing yeah and i thought that it was too like i thought the guy in the car with the camera was a separate guy from the guy and I it took me almost to the end of the movie to be like oh no that is the same guy (laughs) because they look he looked different in different parts of the movie and I was like yeah because he was like clean shaven and then had well and then he was was like a bartender like he was like at the I don't he looked like he was a bartender he was wearing just like a black shirt he looked like a bartender was he not being a bartender was he just there I don't know Anyways, it was a stupid fucking movie. Serving drinks. I well, let me tell you something, Anne. I have a confession to make. Oh God! I got about twenty minutes into this, my first watch, and I said, "I've seen this before." Oh no! (laughs) I was like, I don't remember that much about it, but I do know I've seen it before. One of those. So I've now watched this movie thrice. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. I am very sorry about (laughs) that. So much it's it was not it was not a good film so it opens on like this abandoned outdoor party right there's like like, a party tent yeah they keep showing all this like these different alcohol bottles and booze but obviously they can't have the brand names on them and what what happened and the jack daniels (laughs) the jack daniels was james delano Yes, that really oh, made me ridiculous. laugh. But also the champagne was Mar Vista champagne, which goes along with your conspiracy theory because Mar Vista was the name of the production company on this movie. Oh, shit. Someone's got a vineyard. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to look into the financials of the execs, the higher ups. I'm going to do some <laughs> digging, doing digging. Actually, you know what? I wonder if they buy like, do you think they buy all the proper? No, they just must rent this shit out. But if you were lifetime, wouldn't you like? I mean, real estate's the way to make just money. buy some. Wouldn't yeah. you just buy it? You make eight thousand movies a day. 
You would think they would do that, but I bet you they don't because they don't like to yeah. be cost so, efficient. This girl runs out onto this like abandoned night party scene. She's being all frantic, scared, worried. Yeah, like she's being chased or something. Yeah. So she writes a note and sets everything on fire. Yeah, she turns a bottle of like 151 into a Molotov cocktail essentially with like sparklers. With sparklers <laughs> coming out of it. <laughs> hey, it's the only way she knows how to serve them, right? That's how yeah, they serve that's them. right. That's how the bottle girls do it. So yeah, she starts a fire. She writes a note, sits in a chair. I'm putting air quotes around mm-hmm. that and lights the whole thing on fire. Um, and then, oh my God, this dramatic moment when the cops show up to tell the mom and the mom is like, I am an actor. Oh man. <laughs> this is my moment. This is her big was- moment to shine. She was funny because this mom is like a raging alcoholic in this movie. You know who she's married to? She's married to Ted McGinley from um, Married with Children. The neighbor on Married with Children. What? Really? Yeah. They've been married forever, apparently. That's so cute. I know. But she was. I mean, she was like my favorite person in this entire movie. I loved her. She, yeah, so the cops, it's like one of those scenes where there's no dialogue. It's just like music playing in the yeah. background. And she like, Drops is like down. you can see her body like getting ready to emit this scream. <laughs> like she's like really revving up to it. Her whole body's moving. And then she just erupts. Yeah. And then she falls to her knees. It's like screaming, wow. continued screaming. Very sad. And then. We're in her sister's always writing class. Well, the dead girls, dead in quotes, girls, sisters, writing class where she's standing in front of a big projector board that says, be a sadist. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, I guess this is like a Kurt Vonnegut quote, but he doesn't want this in a Lifetime movie. No, please. We're we're hurt people. <laughs> this is why we're watching <laughs> Lifetime. We don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's talking about how like writing is all about creating dangerous worlds without ever having to put yourself in danger. And I want you guys to take risks. Blah blah blah. And then her students are like barely getting up to leave class. She's just checking her voicemail. <laughs> like you fuck you guys. Fuck you. And then gets news that her sister died. Uh Uh-oh. She's got to go back home. Not good. So walks up to the house. She stands out of the door, outside the door for like 10 minutes. It's just, you can tell. She's like, oh God, I don't want to go back here because my fucking drunk mom. Yes. Amping herself up to get back in there. And what is mom doing when she walks in the door? Finally pouring a giant glass of vodka. And she's like, well, she says she's like, I'm sad. What does she say? She's like, I'm sad. I deserve a drink. It's like, girl, my daughter died. Yeah. I've (laughs) been drunk and sad many times. I feel you. You deserve it. It's fine. Like probably not the best, but I mean, cope in your own way. We've all been there. Look, I was just thinking last night. Well, I was taking a bath and listening to music about the time I got dumped and took a bath with a full bottle of wine and just like sung Fiona Apple at the top of my lungs. <laughs> so like, look, we all do what we do. Girl, we've <laughs> all been there. Stuff. 
<laughs> We've all been there. Maybe not a giant bottle of vodka. That seems Just wild. Just like a full glass of vodka over ice. Yeah. Ugh. No, thanks. Hard pass on that. Hard, hard pass. So Zoe goes, she decides that she like, oh, she was reading the journal. She was, she found. Well, her mom hands her like a file and it is like the police file on her sister's death. Yeah. With the note. Why does she have that? Yeah. So it has like a copy of the note that was Mm -hmm. written on a napkin. And so Zoe looks at it and then like goes upstairs. And is that when she finds the journals? I can't remember. Maybe. I don't remember. It's but somewhere... her mom's like, oh, go ahead. No, I was just like, it's somewhere in there. Yeah, but her mom like is freaking out, drunk, pulling drawers open, trying to find this journal. Yes. So she can like compare the handwriting. Because she's the only one at this point convinced that Rachel did not kill herself. She's like, she fell for the wrong guy. He's rich. He's married. He's bad news. And so he's like, well, what can I do for you? And she's like, can you go tell her job that she's dead? Yeah. Can you, can you just get in touch with her work? So she goes to this club that Rachel had been working at. And this is where we meet Mickey. Who, I don't know. He's like in charge of the bottle girls. He's like the bottle girl manager. Mm-hmm. And he's got like these women lined up in a row in front of him and he's like very serious about the difference yeah. between bottle girls and waitresses yeah. and almost like this is insane and then we also meet uh lolo oh too who is i can't handle this guy he's like dressed like ollie g like mm-hmm. absolutely that is a perfect description gross. <laughs> it's gross this gross haircut these huge like yellow tinted aviators <laughs> and he's just they really nailed like making this guy a skis ball <laughs> like he's disgusting i mean that and tell me that was a wig too because otherwise <laughs> i feel bad for his head because that is some not good looking hair that was like some d ant word or die ant word or whatever <laughs> hair kind of like <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. So she, Zoe kind of introduces herself. Well, not really. She just kind of comes into the conversation. And Mickey looks at her. She's awkward person. She is so fucking weird. There's a whole movie. But she's just dressed like a normal person. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mickey's like, "Uh, we're hiring bottle girls, not cleaning (laughs) ladies. It's like she's just dressed like a fucking woman. Like, she has like jeans and a blouse. Like, leave her alone. Like, her jacket might have been a little like baggy, but Jesus, (laughs) such a dick. Such a dick. Oh, and this is when Lolo, too he finds out through the small talk that she's a teacher and he was like oh you should come like be a waitress here like that would be a huge draw a hot teacher by day and a cocktail waitress by night oh yeah yeah like you're thinking of like a porn plot yeah well i mean every man in this movie is a total total sleaze bag and i mean that Mm -hmm. Like with every 
ounce of passion that I can muster in these tribes. Yeah, just guides, picture like, like the grossest dudes you've ever met in a club. Every guy. And yeah. Even the guy who ended up being like the good guy. I was just like, I you're did not a care dick. For him. You're a fucking dick. Yes. You're not yes, a unicorn yes. like Rachel thinks you are. You're just another fucking asshole trying to be a good guy. Fuck well, maybe he is you. a unicorn because I feel like the definition of unicorn was like a guy who has money but doesn't have any friends. Yeah, he just comes to the club to hang out. He, he just like he needs someone laid. to do all his work for him. Ugh. Also, um, when Zoe gets um, Rachel's final paycheck, she's like, wowie, zowie, like, yeah. moly. Why was Rachel still living at home? It's just a general question I have about someone who's making what appears to be a ton of money dating a very rich man. Maybe because the mom doesn't have a job. So like, oh, I bet you're right. She was kind of like, yeah, you're abandoning us. Okay. Yeah. Um, Zoe goes home and then there is this explosive fight with her mom. Just. Oh, yeah. Everything about their history comes out. Zoe left because her mom was an alcoholic. Doesn't care that Rachel was working at this sleazy club. And, mm-hmm. you know, her mom is like, you what think you're kind of better than us type situation. And yeah, you abandoned right. us. You left us. And there's just a lot of bad feelings in this family. Um. So (laughs) I have in here a note about the first thing that Zoe reads in Rachel's journal. And she's basically just like (laughs) this, the whole Zoe's whole personality is that she likes books. Okay. (laughs) That was my (laughs) note. And as someone who also loves books, I found this entire thing very offensive, (laughs) but like (laughs) her sister writes in her journal Zoe sent me another book again. I don't know why she keeps doing it. I'm never going to read them. I just <laughs> don't have the heart to tell her. Yeah, I w- I, my note is Zoe's reading Rachel's journal. We get it. Zoe likes books. Like <laughs> That's all she writes about her sister. And a few different entries. Just like yeah. Zoe and her books. <laughs> yes. And then we cut to a flashback of Rachel coming to visit Zoe at her yeah. job. And she's like, still into books. And she's like, yep, the classics mostly. What about your guilty pleasure crime novels? Oh my God. No one ever talks like this. Wait, it was we do. awful. This is how we talk all the time, Bridget. When we're <laughs> off air, you guys, this is just our on air friendly banter. You guys think this is how we talk? No, no. Like- we're like, hey, how are you? Are you still into books? Bridget, have you been listening to the new hip hop music? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Or whatever. So while they're in this flashback, there's a, Rachel's trying to get Zoe to like come over to mom's for her birthday. And blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Zoe's like, fuck that noise. I'm not going to go. <laughs> Rachel gets a text. A seemingly thousand percent normal text. She does not react in any way at all. Like she's like, okay, here's a text. Maybe there's a hint of a possible eye roll. That Mm -hmm. might be it. And then Zoe's like, who was that? 
Rachel goes, don't worry. It's just a fucking text message. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So he's like, I'm your sister. I'm going to worry. Like, what the fuck are you talking that about? That was so weird. You have no <laughs> reason to talking about? <laughs> be acting like that. It was a very, it was just so weird. Like what? You don't see your sister for like a long time. You're not close. Yeah. And then she gets a single text message that is not alarming in any way. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Who is that? Who what? is it? What are you doing? We're at her funeral now at the house. They're having a little mm-hmm. memorial at the house. And there is a fucking weird ass guy named Larry. <laughs> and Larry has some hot guys like he is like he kind of corners her mm -hmm. and he's like you know I need to tell you something about Rachel this never should have happened but they get interrupted because mom has a further breakdown because someone is talking to her and she does not care for him being here nope it is Richie Rich from Club Tropicana and the mom the dialogue in this movie I swear to god she's like how dare you and you're even saying her name and then like as she's being dragged away she's like it's Richie Evans look everyone it's Richie Evans like why is she introducing him to the whole place I wonder if we would be allowed to write a script for life for like a lifetime movie and just submit it and see what would happen. What if they stole our ideas? <laughs> They're like, this is the best writing we've ever seen. Okay, obviously it would be, I mean, would there be murder? I mean, we could not have murder. We could have cult. There isn't a good cult one on here oh, yet. We should totally do a good cult. We should one. write a good cult one. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll do a cult one. But can it also maybe have to do like with witches or something too? Like a witch cult? Yes. Some kind of female empowerment cult. I'm very into that. Yeah. Okay. It's two of my favorite things. We'll get on it. (laughs) We will get on it. Two of the laziest, most procrastinator people. Mm. Yeah, we're right on it, guys. Yep. Don't worry. Look for it in 20 years. Um, (laughs) So obviously, Richie, after getting screamed at by their mom, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to just peace out of here (laughs) and Larry Mm -hmm. come with me so you're like oh Larry and Richie what's going on they're connected yep Richie so she's later she's reading more of Rachel's diary and so we're seeing like images of Rachel and Richie together and this (laughs) my note literally says this motherfucker is wearing an ascot oh my god (laughs) we get it He's rich. We, I know. I know. Can you not? Like, we're smart people. You don't have to wear, like, the, what are the fucking, like, tail? Yeah, tails and shit. Like, we <laughs> understand wealth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Show us a big fucking house on water, and we're like, oh, that's, we, we get it. We get it. Not to mention to that they've already the talked about him being rich like a million times that's the only thing this movie is about is him being rich and being able to do all this bad shit like Mm -hmm. uh, it's so annoying so yes we find out that he and rachel were a thing and Mm -hmm. then dun 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 there's torn pages from the back of the journal 
Yep. The only out. real hint say? we have that something was wrong is that she wrote, I don't know what to do. I found out the truth about Richie. Mm-hmm. The mom at this point, we find out she also was talked to by Larry, mm-hmm. who did not give her any information either. <laughs> just said he had yeah, some He just inform- went up to everyone <laughs> said, I have to tell you something. Uh, hey, have you heard, the, you heard the hot tea? <laughs> So the mom calls the cops over to says she has new info, even though she does not. No, she's just like, there's this guy, Larry, and I called him a whole bunch. I mean, he's not answering. (laughs) Cool. Great. And they're like, oh, wait, this Larry, this one. (laughs) Let me show you a picture. He died last night in Richie Evans pool. They specifically say Larry went for a swim in Richie's pool last night and forgot to get out of the pool. (laughs) Oh my God, I didn't catch that. That is not an acceptable description of somebody drowning. drowning. (laughs) They just forgot to get out of the pool. (laughs) Then, you know, eventually you just saw Jesus Christ. My my God. God. So Zoe at this point is like, mom, you're right. Mm-hmm. She was murdered. I know it because now there's two dead people. Well, okay. she literally says her mom's like, so now you believe me? And she's like, well, I mean, I guess I have to. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> she's still an alcoholic. <laughs> you still don't know anything from Larry. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it could just be a coincidence. Sure. Sure. Um, so she decides that she's going to the club. She's gonna she's gonna be like one of her crime novel heroines and infiltrate the club world. <laughs> the amount of times they bring up these fucking crime novels. Zoe, this isn't one of the crime books you read. Zoe, everyone at the club is crazy. Sounds like my second period class. <laughs> Like, why? Uh, it's so awful. It is so, just so keep awful. jokes out. You don't have to put jokes in these movies. She's They're talking, funny enough on their own. Right, right. She's talking to her mom about um, her plan to do this. And her mom is like, everyone at that club is crazy, Zoe. Don't do it. I, I don't understand what this mom wants because. Like, she doesn't know either. You don't hear you're drinking too much. You don't know. Like you want, obviously, to figure this out. But now you're putting your other dot. Like, I don't know. It just mm-hmm. is weird. I, I don't know. Make it make up a choice. Whatever your fucking name. <gasps> Can you ghost? hear the kids outside screaming? No, I thought you saw a ghost, though, because your eyes got really big <laughs> and scared. <laughs> I swear these kids just get together in our apartment complex parking lot to scream. <laughs> to see what kind of weird screams they can come up Start with. Start throwing like, stuff ah! at them. Throw things at them. Throw some food at them. <laughs> like annoying birds. Just get out of here. Go away. Zoe's, so Zoe's at the club in the parking lot. We get like a five minute, you know, club line culture rundown. Oh, yeah. About from Rachel's diary. Standing in line. Who gets into the club? Who doesn't get into the club? Who might get into the club? Why oh, they're getting into boy. the club? Like, it it's, it's so a de- lot and so pointless. So mm-hmm. pointless. It we all never know who comes gets back into like the we club. Didn't. Yeah. 
hot women and rich men. Mm -hmm. That's who Mm -hmm. always gets into clubs. Come on now. Um, I've never even been to a nightclub like that. And I know. God, no, neither have I. Honestly, I've been to, let's see. I mean, like Liz and I and Kat used to go to, I guess you would call it a club, but it was like to hear a jam band. So (laughs) it wasn't really that rowdy. And then like Emma and I went up to like a rooftop party bar one one day in Jazz Fest. It was actually the best because we were the only white people there. And it was like the guy was like playing all the 70s and 80s like R&B dance stuff. It was it was awesome. Oh, that sounds super fun. Fucking awesome. Like we talk about it multiple times a year. Like, can we go back? That's the club I would go to. Not this kind of gross one. No, no, no. Oh, so, and then this is when she sees the fucking oh, guy in the car. Yes, she sees Richie show up and he's greeted by Mickey. So she's like, okay, these two know each other. And then she sees um, the other guy. I guess his name is Vincent, but we yeah. barely ever find that out. No. He's taking pictures in his car. Um, if she can see him, so can everyone else, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he's not hiding. He's just in the parking lot, like snapping a shit ton of pics. So she just like goes up to his window and is like, hey, I saw you at my sister's memorial. He's like, yeah, you did. And they have this totally <laughs> weird interaction where they don't introduce each other. Like they're nope. they're not like, hey, I'm Zoe, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, just clubbing. <laughs> Yeah, she's got like a puffy jacket on. (laughs) She's like, just clubbing. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? The whole interaction was so weird. I know. They kept trying to make them have like a connection, like a love connection. And it was not. Did they? Oh, I did not pick up on that at all. He's like, as much as I'm enjoying this flirtatious conversation, I just turned my car on. So that means I'm leaving now. Bye. (laughs) Drives And that is literally what he says. Like, Bridget's not making a joke. (laughs) That's literally what he says. Yeah. You can't make this stuff up, guys. (laughs) Oh, God. Unfortunately, people people have made it up and written it and turned it into a movie. And it's so, so bad. So she meets. This is when she really, really meets Lolo. Again, Ollie G. Um, he's the promoter for the club. Yeah. We get some voiceover about promoters and what they do while she's scrolling through pictures of Lolo on the computer. (laughs) Like you, oh, you, you are not going to forget that guy. I have him burned into my brain. Unfortunately, I wish I could burn some sage and burn him out of my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Lolo be gone. So she wants to like go see him so she can get into these parties that he's. Yeah, because he's the one that brings the girls or the waitresses. I don't know. So confusing. Yeah, so they go to the parties to get guys and then they all go to the club. Yeah. Is that what happens? Yes. They, the girls bring the girls at the house parties. Yes. Entice the guys to go to the club so that they spend money at the club. But then there's also waitresses and bottle girls. Yeah, there's a big difference, Missy. So <laughs> you don't come back here. Okay. No. 
But then there's also higher than a bottle girl, an escort, basically, <laughs> like sex worker. Yeah, so confusing. It's, it's, so she goes to Lolo's house. Or it's I so guess. gross. It's like a fucking flop house. It's disgusting. It's- he has, I made a note because this made me furious. He has built-in bookshelves in his living room and there's just solo cups on them. <laughs> me so mad. What a waste. What a fucking waste. Oh, my note says Zoe, the book lover, does not notice this. <laughs> I would have appreciated if she saw it and was like, mm-mm-mm. Tis- no, <laughs> no books. Hmm. <laughs> I guess where you know are your what classics kind of character this guy is. <laughs> So she stumbles into this room in the house where Lolo is taking pictures of a girl in like a skimpy little outfit. She's like an Amazon woman. She's the tallest person I've <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> ever. So Taller than ever. Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> <laughs> what if oh, she was in this movie? <gasps> God, that would have been so amazing to see. What if she was in any of these Lifetime movies? I think I would shit my I pants would if love Wendell it. and Chrissy popped up. In Can here. we get, like, anyone who's good at <laughs> acting in these? I should find one with Gene fucking smart because God yes. damn it. Have you been watching Mare of Easttown? Watching what? Mare of Easttown? No, HBO. I haven't. <gasps> oh, Bridget. You really need to. And also, we only have one more episode left, but I'm pretty sure that I know who it is, and I figured it out an episode and a half in. And I'm true crime. So it is. I. It's annoying because you're you're like, well, who's the person who we know a little too much about, but we don't need to. Who has Mm -hmm. little too many screen, too much screen time. I just finished like a mystery thriller, and I figured it out like halfway through the book frustrating takes the fun out of it i know know. anyway so she barges in he's taking pictures and she's just like hey it's me um yeah so like i'm totally a model he says he doesn't need any more regular girls (laughs) he needs models and she's like i'm not like a regular girl i'm like a cool girl and she's so weird and awkward like hey but not acting sexy like acting like you're trying to act yeah I mean I think the whole "Mm, yeah (laughs) (laughs) like what they were trying to get her character to do was just be like this book nerd who's never spoken to other people before and has no sex she's asexual I guess because she well that's people who read don't have sex right I mean I like to read (laughs) I don't have sex my children just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> you like to read. I'm sure you don't ever have sex. No. We're just too busy reading. It's just a fact. That's how it works. So, yeah, it was really annoying what they were doing with her character. But he does give her an invite to the party as mm. a model. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to see why you're so special. Because she's like, I'm not like the Ugh. other girls. I'm special. We'll see why. Gross, (laughs) gross, gross. gross. So she gets all dolled up in In Rachel's Rachel's clothes. Yeah, they must live like two seconds from this club because they are back and forth from their house like 8,000 times. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, 
So she gets all dolled up in Rachel's outfit, cannot walk for shit in heels, which same girl. This is why I only wear flat shit. They are not comfortable. No. Um, gosh, can you imagine waiting tables? Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. And you like getting to be making that kind of money groped by like gross lolos. Ew. Gross lolos. <laughs> That's off, what I'm going to call skeezy guys from now on. <laughs> He's a real lolo. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes um, back yeah she goes back to lolo's for the party it's just really gross oh yeah really i said gross. it's all solo cups and green lighting yeah. <laughs> like just a gross house party yeah nasty she there's like smoke everywhere she's like uh, uh, gross uh. not what i would imagine for like a bunch of wealthy dudes no party. it was like a nasty frat party but even more gross like, I, oh, you know, I, I just thought of the Nick Kroll character, Bobby Bottle Service. <laughs> he would fit perfectly into this world. <laughs> so everyone picture Bobby Bottle Service. Oh my God. I think that's what his name is. <laughs> and that's what all these guys are. Yeah. Nasty. Nasty. Uh, she kind of like has this weird like talk with Lolo about what he does. And she's like, oh, so you're like their agent, like the girl's agent. Because, you know, he's like, yeah, I get the mm-hmm. girls and they make money. I, and he's yeah. like, yeah, I guess I'm like their agent. Girl, he's a pimp. Like, come mm-hmm. on. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? So <laughs> he's like, you better, you just need to get out there and dance. Like, you got to get out there and dance with this guy with these people and so she goes out to try and like sexy dance in this room it's the most ridiculous thing like she just it's like elaine she's She's so uncomfortable (laughs) this guy approaches her he maybe hasn't he i guess is trying to have an accent because what he says to her and i wrote this down because i need you to tell me what it means i told lolo that i wanted an american girl next full time Next, next full time. Next time that he was down to party and fuck that, I think that's what full full time means. Next full time. Next, so like okay. he'd been there before partying, and probably like full time probably means the whole nine yard. Yeah. Okay. So I like see. he was like, oh yeah. So next time I'm ready to spend the big bucks. I want an American girl. Got it. So she like freaks out. Totally get it. She just leaves. Rightfully goes so. to sit in her car. Yes. Oh, what the fuck? I just. So we flash back then when she's sitting in the car to Zoe packing up her stuff after fighting with her mom. I think it's like Christmas time. And Rachel's like, just stay. Um, and she's like, I can't. And then Rachel says, take me with you. And Zoe's like, don't be ridiculous and leaves. Yeah. That is so rude. Why can't well, like, she go with you? Right. Why can't she go? Because she offered to let her stay at her place for a few days, at least in one of the other flashbacks. So clearly, yeah, I has- assumed that like she was home from college or something at that point, but like she could crash in your dorm room at least for a week yeah. and then be like, okay, you should probably go back home now. But yeah, whatever. So she. I guess propelled by the 
guilt of <laughs> this mo- memory, <laughs> she goes back into the party and sexy dances with Brad. I mean, hundred and ten percent, she goes in there and is like, yeah, yes, she's like ready to do this. I'm in a party, my ass off, and dance and figure out what happened to my sister. And um, it's just gross. So then, yeah, Lolo gets everybody pumped to go to the club and they get in the car and go to the club. Um, we see Richie. I wrote, there's a woman next to Richie wearing fishnets and a bathing suit because it wasn't like a sexy, like negligee. It was just like a black leotard. Yeah. <laughs> Very was, strange choice. There were some questionable uh, wardrobe choices in this movie. Not, not great on uh, the ladies. I mean, don't make them look like fucking like. What do I say? What do I say, Bridget? You're frozen. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. I was so enraptured waiting to hear what you were going to say. Because you're like, what do I say? What do I say? Um, Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be like super scantily clad, but you can look sexy in a lot of things. But a black leotard is probably not one of them. No. No, 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 no. Is that no. what you're trying to get at? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't make them look too cheap. Like these girls yeah. are like not cheap girls. So don't dress. They're them making a ton cheaply. of money. Yeah. They wouldn't be dressing cheaply like that. Um, so there's like a fucking smoke machine going off full tilt. I hate smoke machines. I hate smoke machines. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been near one. This one. Come on. Have you gone to middle school dances? I don't think we had them at a Catholic mm. school. Oh Smoke dear, you're. <laughs> I never. <laughs> only Jesus appears in smoke. <laughs> Excuse you, only the Holy Ghost. Oh, pardon. <laughs> Jk. Um. So, Zoe kind of walks away from Brad. She's trying to like check out what's going on at the club, and Lolo's like. <laughs> Get back over there and make me some money. Go make me some money, bitch. Yeah. It's gross. She, (laughs) I did enjoy this. She just like turns around and she's like, I quit. (laughs) Like, leave. She's done. Well, yeah, she's done with that. She's done with that. But then (laughs) the very next day, the very next day, she goes back to the club and talks to Mickey to hire her as a waitress. Now, Mickey and Lolo are like business associates. Mm-hmm. She does end up getting the job, which is shocking, but like, oh, because they go over their head. Yeah. To Percy. But it was just so ballsy of her to be like, well, I'm just going to try it with the other guy who runs. Shit. I. I couldn't wrap my brain around this. Like, What's why didn't she girl? just? Yeah, what is the plan? <laughs> You're just gonna quit everything after one day and then keep trying. Um, when we see Mickey, he's talking to a girl who looks like she's 17 years oh, old. Oh God, I know. About how she's such a great bottle girl, but there's a way to make even more money. Um, and also about how a bottle of champagne makes a great weapon. Keep that in your thinkers, guys. It'll mm-hmm. come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mickey's kind of like, you literally just quit on Lolo <laughs> five hours ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna give you a job. But what does she do, Anne? 
Well, she knows that the chick who runs shit is Percy, which mm-hmm. I love that <laughs> the chick <laughs> is named Percy. Um, but basically, I've only she's... ever known a train named Percy. Please continue. Sorry. <laughs> Percy. <laughs> it's Percy. <laughs> um, so Percy runs shit. She's the mm-hmm. one who has the deciding vote on who works there, who gets hired. Blah, 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 blah. So Zoe, ugh, I have a cat hair in my mouth. Zoe decides <laughs> to just have a complete fake so crazy freak out, falls on the floor screaming and crying, being like, I need this. My life is over. <laughs> So much. It's so much. It's a Percy comes out and she's like, what the fuck is happening? What is the absolute meaning of this? (laughs) (laughs) So she basically makes her case to Percy, which is like, my sister was always happiest when she was here. And I just like need a little bit of that happiness. And somehow Percy's like, you got it, kid. I'm going to give you a trial shift. I guess here's what I would have said trying to get a job with all these multiple people you know what i would have said oh when i picked up her paycheck i saw how fucking much it was and i get paid like a quarter of that as a teacher so that's why i want to do this of course a teacher would be like oh such a simple like excuse and real and i mean like come on you all yes. should think about becoming bottle girls if you're teachers. You make a lot more money. <laughs> so we see her at her trial shift. She's following this girl who is not interested in training her. They keep showing the point of sale system, the little computer. And they're just like, it's not doing anything. Like they're pushing buttons, but it's not like coming up right. as they're ordering anything. And just as someone who has worked in restaurants, that really irritated me. It stressed me out. Like I've never worked in a restaurant and those machines freak me out. And the speed with which people can do them is astonishing. So it was very intimidating to me. I can understand that as a new employee, I'd be like, oh, bye. <laughs> See ya. I'm not finished. <laughs> can you show me how you do that? And the girl goes, oh, look, I'll do it slow for you. Just the same thing. And then later she takes an order for six I don't know. Vodka sodas. Vodka sodas. And she goes to order them and she asks the girl, like, oh, I'm not. How do I ring in six vodka sodas? And she's like, bitch, we sell bottles. I mean, wouldn't you have told her that, like, first thing? Yes. Hey, we don't sell drinks. We only sell bottles of liquor. So if they order, like, a rum Mm -hmm. and Coke, they're getting a bottle of rum. What the fuck? And a bottle of Coke. A bottle of vodka costs $1,000. Is that true? Is that how clubs are? I know bottle service is crazy. I don't know if it's that crazy. I mean, what are you, what's bottles? Like someone comes to your table with the bottle and pours it for you? Or do they even pour it for you? I don't know. I, but it's a thing. They probably don't even pour it for you. She said they make their own drinks, so they probably don't. um the woman who ordered the vodka sodas by the way seemed like she was into zoe yeah i was like they were a bunch of men 
yeah then that nothing came of that no I don't know it was weird it was a bizarre thing and then this is when we also see like the the guy who was in the car with the picture Mm -hmm. pictures he's there right is this the time when he's there and he kind of like yeah he's a little like she head shake has that napkin no yeah he puts a napkin well she doesn't know that he put it there but there's a napkin with a yin yang on it which is like her and her sister we saw a picture of them wearing t-shirts that had like a half of the yin yang on it or whatever so that napkin came out of nowhere i thought it came from behind the bar which is why i thought he was a bartender oh well i mean he put it he put it there i don't know how but then like percy takes it oh yeah that's right she does um so she goes back to the vip area Mm -hmm. and gets confronted by a real fucking bitch of a bottle girl. Oh, damn. She yeah, is... our black leotard friend named Valerie. Oh, she is. She looks like a snake to me. She's a monster. Yeah. I mean, yes. she was a snake, but she looked like a snake as well. Like, <laughs> she looked She's snake-like. a real Voldemort face. <laughs> she looked very, like, reptilian. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. I thought she was pretty. I didn't think. She I mean, I thought she was. But I thought her behavior no. was. I mean, I, I, not that she wasn't pretty, but like you know, her features reminded me of a pretty snake. <laughs> a, very, <laughs> a very beautiful snake. <laughs> like yep. a sexy snake, you know, <laughs> with eyelashes, yeah, yes. like a real hot one. <laughs> real big eyelashes and red lips. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen him. We know. So <laughs> and she's like, oh, Zoe, yeah, your sister was a legend around here. Mm-hmm. And then she tells her, her, yeah, she's like, she wasn't just a co-worker. She was a friend. But she's <laughs> it is not convincing at all. Like if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, no, do you? really mean that because you have you ever (laughs) said the word friend before (laughs) do you know what sincere means because that did not sound sincere um mickey comes back at this moment Mm -hmm. and is like get the fuck out of here how many times do i have to tell you to stay out of the vip area yes i mean at that point honestly if i was running a business and somebody kept like going in an area where i was like please don't go there I'd be like, you know what? I think your listening skills maybe are a little lacking and this job is not for you. Because that yeah, would annoy I've asked me. you multiple times. Please, I've been very nice about it. Please don't go there. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, later that night when they're like cashing out or whatever at the end of the night, Mickey's not impressed with her money. And he's like, if you ever want to be a bottle girl, you're going to have to up your game or whatever. So the girl who was training her Oh no, she reads about this in the diary about unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> the elusive. So unicorn. you find a guy who has a lot of money but doesn't have any friends. And they just and you find hang. him friends. <laughs> yeah. They just want to hang out and get buddies. I'll bring you friends. So this she is, gets good at this. This is the montage where I'm like, is this is she gonna solve a murder or is this bitch gonna become the best fucking waitress we've right? ever seen? She is 
slamming it. Like girlfriend knows how to operate that computer now. Like a Mm -hmm. whiz. She is just throwing stacks of money at Mickey. Like literally just being like, take it, you piece of shit. Look at what I earned you. (laughs) She's great. She's great. Um, I did think it was weird that she was giving all that money to Mickey because they have a computer system and they would just like enter it some in of the their system. cash and the rest would be their tips, but okay. So this is when um, Percy wants to talk to her and she's like, did you know that I also used to be a bottle girl? And then she tells her whole life story mm-hmm. <laughs> about how she saved all her money and invested it wisely. And then she bought this club when the piece of shit who owned it before <laughs> got arrested or whatever. I own everything (laughs) 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 so she says she sees that potential in zoe too and she's like i'm gonna give you a promotion and then they say two words together never hear again in my life what are they Anne? i don't even want to say it but i will i I hate it (laughs) i can't (laughs) (laughs) it's bad (laughs) I can't look. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Cheek leak. <laughs> Why? Ew. Ew! It's when your butt is hanging out of your little booty pants. Yeah, but can we come up with a sound. different term? That doesn't sound like what a cheek leak is to me. A cheek leak is a very gross shark. Like that is. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yuck. Yuck. I was so upset about this. So I guess the promotion was now she's a bottle girl mm-hmm. and she's immediately waiting on Richie. He doesn't have like girls that are already like, no, waiting on him established all the time. favorites. Well, I mean, I guess he did have his established favorite, but then she burned up. Um, so she goes up to him and like takes his order and then she's just kind of waiting for him to look up at her, which takes a while. And it made me think of that scene from Arrested Development where Job is waiting on Lucille and she never looks at him and realizes it's his son. Like, ah, yes, rich people can't be made to look at the help. We're watching Arrested Development right now. I the other night I was like, "What the fuck do I want to watch?" And I was like, "Oh, I want to watch Arrested Development again." And so we've just been like going through it, and it's always so fucking good. I haven't seen it in so long. It's still so hilarious. Although there are some like dated things in there that I'm just yes. like, "Oh wow, that wasn't even that long ago," and like. <laughs> That you should not be saying that. Like, yeah. Ooh, yowza. Yes. But it's still very, very hilarious. And it's wonderful to see Lucille Bluth, like, oh, a true fucking, legend. Her fucking wink. Like, ah, uh, it's the best. It is the best. All right. What were we so, about? So, <laughs> sorry to leave Lucille Bluth behind. We have to go back to fucking Richie. I wish we could um, talk about Lucille. We, <laughs> we learned that he has two daughters and then it gross <laughs> i didn't even catch that Nasty. yes he's married and has two daughters he, he probably never sees them right no no how could he, he he's like there all the fucking time mm-hmm. no he doesn't see them he's just rich so obviously his wife is like happy to be oblivious although girl wh- come on Come on, mm-hmm. come on. You know what's going on. 
<laughs> Mickey approaches Zoe and says, you want to make some real money? Um, and he invites her to this party at Richie's house that night. He writes down the address and how much she'll make in cash. I wanted to know how much it was. Why couldn't they just write down a number and show me? I would bet it's probably at least 5000 Oh, I was thinking like 2500 but 5000 seems good. Because if you think about it, you're working, let's say you work, because he said you could make a lot more than mm-hmm. you make in a week. You'd make more than you make in a week. Here. Oh, that's right. So and they're making like if you figure they're selling bottles at a thousand dollars a pop minimum, which probably have guaranteed 20 percent gratuity. Right. So it's like two hundred dollars per bottle. So let's say you serve eight Is bottles right? a night. Let's sixteen hundred dollars times three would be thirty six hundred dollars. And that mm-hmm. would be a slow night. I mean, that's eight bottles a night. Yeah. Like. Okay, so I would maybe I would even say 10. I would even maybe man, it would be so hard to turn that down. I get why these women were like, yeah, of course I want to go. And then once you go, I mean, shit, someone talks to me about paying 25 an hour and I'm like, hello, what? Hmm? Yeah, I was like, I worked a coat check one night. I made 25 an hour and I had a jar that people were giving me tips. I made so much fucking money in like three hours. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. I was like, uh, can I just be like a professional coat checker? Cause this is the jam. Right? Oh my God. It was like so much money for so little work. And I'm like, mm, now I see, now I see why people <laughs> do things. like. <laughs> <laughs> but know, these girls like, are put into really unsafe situations. Like they're not taken care of by the people who are employing yeah. them. Yeah. So when she gets to the party, Valerie gives her a drink. Valerie is our beautiful snake friend. <laughs> and we see the young girl that, he, that Mickey was talking to earlier. Mm-hmm. She's getting kicked out. And she's like, be careful what they're doing. Or yeah. be careful what they're doing there is disgusting. And they, like, kick her out of the party. And we learn that Valerie's, like, super jealous of Zoe and Rachel because... She does everything Richie wants and he's never looked at her the way that he looked at Rachel. And it's like, there are other guys out here. Yeah. What are you doing? He's not a unicorn, girl. <laughs> no, he's not into you. No. You deserve someone who's into you. Yeah. I mean, Go maybe fi- you don't because you're not a good person. <laughs> That's true. That is very, very true. But she is pissed. And also, why would you take a drink? I just... Don't ever take a drink at any of these kind of fucking Mm-mm. anywhere. Don't take a drink anywhere that someone is just giving you like, God damn it. You can't yeah. trust anybody, especially at like gross, sleazy house parties. Just because it's a- you are there to like yeah. spy on because yeah. you think maybe they did something to your sister. Oh, it's so nasty. Oh, people drugging. So people. No fucking. It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. It's disgusting and infuriating. Um, so she, Valerie spiked the drink. Yeah. Um, but before she starts to get like affected by the drug, we f- see that Vincent, the camera guy, um, is there. He's collecting like empty glasses or something. He's like, we got to talk. But then she gets whisked away by Richie. And Richie's like, oh, let's go for a walk. And, and she's then- acting like 
she's had 10 drinks hammered and then he's like oh let's go in my boat and take it out to the middle of the fucking lake and she's like yeah awesome don't do that everyone don't do that please no you so he basically says while she's half passed out i didn't kill your sister but i am going to kill you yeah and then he says this real gem of a line. I wrote it down word for word because I wanted to share it with everyone because it's just really brilliant writing. Richie says, what's that old saying? Wealth by silence. And I am a wealthy man. It, Have you what? ever heard that phrase before? Wealth no. by silence. No. I hated it. And the way he delivered it sucked. And then he tosses her passed out ass into the water. That's a dumb and- line i hated it i was like this is not casablanca like you don't need a a cool line so he's a piece of shit we still don't know what happened to rachel but we know richie is a fucking murderer Murderer. like yeah Mm -hmm. he's a piece of garbage zoe i mean she's like passed out starts drowning and then um gets saved by vincent the camera guy he gives her cpr and i wrote can one person at lifetime please take a cpr class (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't quite (laughs) dr beck this time he was just like instead of blowing two breaths or whatever he goes like (sighs) he's like lamaze breathing into (laughs) it's so (laughs) gross all right, now hold that in for four. <laughs> and push. Breathe out for four. Um, he starts pumping her legs. See, my know. my screen was really dark during this scene, so I saw nothing. I heard water, <laughs> and then I saw her. I did. A, I was like, oh, that's CPR. Couldn't see who it was. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> So she wakes up at Vincent's house and there is like a giant bulletin board pegboard with like red string everywhere. Like the best girls are missing. It's a great string chart. One I aspire to one day be able to put together when I'm working on some unsolved murders that need my help and my help alone. I will have. (laughs) It was very impressive. (laughs) So she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) What's going on? As you would waking up Mm -hmm. after being almost killed and then waking up. I don't really remember anything. Strange place. And then you wake up and see all this weird shit on the wall. I would be like, oh, God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) This is not how I picture it. Kick my way out of this one now. (laughs) So as she's freaking out on Vincent, somebody walks down the stairs. Who is it? Rachel. Bum, bum, bum. And Vincent says, I tried to warn you, dummy. (laughs) Like, what? Like, he is such a dick. Yes. Vincent sucks. Vincent sucks. He is such a dick. He was like, oh, you couldn't tell from the yin-yang napkins I slipped? Like, no. Why would I think? Why would I associate? Why would I be like, oh, my sister's alive because this napkin has a yin yang on it? Like, what? Yeah, in this club full of drunk people who 
could easily you also could have just fucking told me in mm-hmm. the times we've seen each other. So she faked her suicide because she found out Richie is basically running this giant sex trafficking mm-hmm. ring where they're bringing in girls from other countries and like offering them a ton of money and they kind of weed out the desperate ones who are willing to stay. Yeah. And then they kind of just stuck in. Yeah. They get them hooked on drugs and stuck in it. And Richie was like financing the entire fucking thing. What the fuck does Richie do? Is he like a Jeffrey Epstein who just somehow has bazillions of dollars, but no one can tell me how it was made? Yes. Great question. Great question. It's not clear. But the biggest question I have is why the fuck could she not just have gotten a note to her mom and Zoe to say, I'm not actually dead. I'll contact you when I'm safe. I don't know. There was no reason to also make your family think you were dead. Well, and then Zoe's like, we got to tell mom you're alive. Like, holy shit, mom is losing it. And then Rachel's like, no, no, you, you're not, you're not saying anything about shit. Why? I don't know. It was like, that's so cruel. That is so cruel to do that and to put Zoe in that position. That's awful to put Zoe in that position. Um, so I mean, oh. her mom would have kept the secret anyway. I'm just really mad about it. No, I get it. Another thing that pissed me off in this, in this part, there's like this whole flashback with Rachel where she's finding everything out and she's just like walking past all these little happenings that are going on and she's putting <laughs> two and two together in her head. But she's journaling all of this at the fucking club. She's just writing everything that's going on She's mm-hmm. writing it all down at work. And so not Mickey, like she sneaks into the bathroom to write it down. She's just sitting down at a table near customers and is writing it down. Yeah. And then Mickey's like, oh, oh, I see yeah. your journaling shit. Like, what the fuck? Oh, no wonder they so wanted much. to kill her. Mm-hmm. Dumb, dumb idiot. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, oh. Tell us who the body was. Oh, got- so yes. Yeah. So she used uh, one of the girls who OD'd. One of the girls who'd been trafficked OD'd like right in front of her. And she was like, well, we're the same size. So I switched dresses with her and put her in a chair and lit her on fire. I guess I better burn her up. That is so fucked up. And then even at the end of the movie, she was like, she was my angel. She said some really weird. She was my up- miracle. Yeah. She said so. It was just a really fucked up thing to say about somebody you burned up. They were dead. Yes. And I guess you thought you had no other choice, but you did have other choices. That she didn't doesn't include- even try to like give her CPR. Well, it le- and it was like two seconds. Like people in overdoses can come out of that. Like, mm-hmm. What I don't know much about hardcore drug overdoses, but they can be like unresponsive for a hot minute mm-hmm. and then come back and like, no, she just instantly was like, oh, she's puking foam. I guess I better throw up in this chair and light her on fire. I was so mad about God, this. God the fact that she does not me. go to jail at the end or like get arrested for 
desecrating a corpse. It's really upsetting. To me. Yeah, I know it was upset. That was honestly one of the, that was one of the most upsetting things to me about this movie, because it was mm-hmm. like, what the, f- you can't just burn somebody up because it's convenient for you in the moment. Like they have a family and yes. like, that's so fucked up. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Um, she, she says that she stashed. Oh, she was communicating with Larry, mm-hmm. Larry from the beginning. And Larry <laughs> just kind of like had a moral breakdown, I guess, and texted her <laughs> that he texted her everything. He's like, yep, yeah. they're doing sex trafficking. <laughs> Richie's pay. Richie Evans is paying for it all. <laughs> so stupid. So she stashed the phone because can we say stash Bridget can we really say stash it's like she (laughs) hid it behind a fucking pillow on the bed that's gonna get found real fast Mm -hmm. what are you that house is massive there are 8,000 amazing hiding spots that no one looks in ever why didn't she just take it with her or just take it to your fucking house so weird oh and she was the one that tore her pages out of the journal too Mm -hmm. She tore the, her own pages out because she knew that Mickey was on to her about journaling. <laughs> and so she had to get rid of the evidence from her journal. Yes. So as Rachel's telling her all of this, Zoe is just loving it. She's like, this is such a Michael Connelly story. And Rachel's like, what? What are you talking about? Not- Michael Connelly, the crime novels I send you that you never bothered to read. Which I know because you wrote about it in your diary. Multiple times. Apparently you hate that I love to read. (laughs) (laughs) So sad. Actually, my sister used to be like, she was like angry that I like reading so much. She would be like, books are for losers. Yeah. No, she said reading is for losers. Reading is for losers. Wow. Cool. (laughs) so they decide to break into richie's house and get the phone rachel can't oh yeah go ahead this is what i don't understand they're like well rachel can't go because she's dead but you're dead too zoe like it doesn't fucking matter who's dead at this point like i know why don't you just let Rachel go since she knows the fucking house? She knows exactly where it is. Yeah. But no, she can't but go. No. So Vincent and Zoe go together. Mm-hmm. And the right as they're about to get the phone. How did a fly get in here? <laughs> um, right as they're about to get the phone, they hear somebody outside. And Richie has now hired cleaning people to come clean this room at this exact moment. Yeah. So they have to hide in the closet. But then Richie Richie is there, too, because, you know, you always walk around with the cleaning crew. Super rich men are always around to give cleaning instructions. You know, I I house sat for like a crazy rich family one time and they had house cleaners come three times a week. (gasps) Three times a week. Oh, my gosh. What a dream crazy i was like it is crazy you know, she was like so they'll be here monday wednesday friday i was like what <laughs> house cleaners they'll be here for like two hours each day and i'm like what the fuck 
What could they possibly have been cleaning? I mean, they had a giant house, but still, like that's wild. It was it was bonkers. It was. I think they just wanted to employ people because they were rich and they fucking were like, "Well, my maid comes three times a week." (laughs) So they're hiding in the closet, and the cleaning lady reaches behind the pillow to change the bedding, (laughs) and of course, first thing she does pulls out a phone. And Richie's like, oh, what the fuck is this? Realizes it's Rachel's phone, sees Mm -hmm. all these texts between her and Larry, and he smashes the phone with a hammer while... No! He takes a gun from one of his bodyguards or whatever, and they're like, oh my god, he knows we're in here, and he's gonna shoot us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. made any noise. And then he smashes the phone with a gun. With a gun. Yeah. The cleaning lady has the best look on her face. She's like, Oh no! I don't get paid enough to deal with these fucking crazy people. Seriously. So we're back at Vincent's, and Rachel's like, "Well, there's Plan B." Well, what the fuck is Plan B? Oh, it's getting Mickey's ledger because Mickey is also an avid journalist and (laughs) writes everything down. (laughs) Yep. Um, and so they're going to use it to then get Percy on their side. You know what else you could have done? Just gotten the ledger. That was plan A. And you give it to the police. Yes. What does yeah. Percy have to do with anything? I don't know. Because she owns 51% of this. <laughs> <laughs> so Vincent's like, this plan sucks. I hate plan B. And. Zoe like goes off on him and she's like why are you even here what are this you is doing personal, this is personal for us, for us. and then and of then, course we find out that his sister died of an overdose and it's personal situation. for him too I guess situation. it was supposed to make him like um likable <laughs> <laughs> or like sympathetic and it wasn't it might be the him. word might be the word to use yeah maybe like why he's so invested in it mm-hmm. like yeah, because why Why else would you have been that invested in it? I don't know. I mean, I guess I right. would be invested in it, too, if I found out about it. I'd be like, holy fuck, what the hell? We have to stop this. But I would go so to the get- police. I would go to the police. Yes. But first, before they do anything, we get two more stupid book references. Because they have to go and, like get through all this stuff to get Mickey's ledger. And she's like, journey to an impregnable fortress? Classic heist trope. I, Zoe, you are intolerable. Yeah, Zoe's <laughs> awful. No wonder Vincent is not into you. Yeah, like, ugh, you can like books and not have it be your entire personality. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. So they go to the so, club. Yeah, so exactly what is the plan? They are gonna... What is the plan? So Rachel sneaks I didn't write... in She's, they with paid... one of the party yeah. girls. They, like, traded off. They paid one of the party girls to hang back, and then Rachel went in her place. With a, the worst wig I've ever seen. Yeah, it was bad. Like um, a Sia wig. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> yeah, it was just like a big box. <laughs> And I wrote, and Lolo doesn't notice because he's too too stupid to look at people. Well, that's what they said because he just does it so like routinely that he doesn't fix like he doesn't pay attention to anybody. So, like the girl that they thought they killed, 
or was dead yeah he just walks right past him and he's like huh what i'm lolo (laughs) somehow part of zoe's job in this plan is to write in a journal she writes i've been a reader my whole life but i've never written anything oh my god she goes home to her mom's house to get ready for whatever they're about to do and her mom is like i'm gonna go ahead and call the police (laughs) Like, after she leaves, she picks up the business card a cop had given her. So, (laughs) she gets to the club, and who does she see? Snake face. Snake face. She's like, oh my god. I I thought you were dead. I'm so glad you're okay. Why don't you come in and tell me the whole plan? In the big, empty kitchen. (laughs) So, she makes them drinks, and... Zoe's like, I would love olives in this martini. Would you mind? And then switches the drinks when Snake Face turns around. Well, and I was like, oh, but I, I thought we were going to have a Princess Bride scenario here because I was like, surely <laughs> Valerie is not going to think that Zoe's going to accept a drink from her again. So clearly mm-hmm. she's going to put the poison in her own glass, knowing that Zoe's going to switch them. No, nope, she was foiled by her own hubris. She was. <laughs> Damn myself. <laughs> I love that you know that. Um, so the so Valerie passes out because she like chugs her drugged drink. Yeah. And the sweet girl we saw earlier who got kicked out and was warning everyone is back. Mm-hmm. And she's still warning everyone. She is pissed. How did she get in the club? I don't know. Why aren't they working together is what I want to know. I don't know. (laughs) And so Mickey's like yelling at her and she's like, hey, remember that one time when you told me that champagne bottle makes a great weapon? And she just like cracks him. Yeah, and he was like, huh? (laughs) 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 They snatched the ledger from his. Yes. the, The giant ledger that he just carries around in the back of his pants. Like so uncomfortable seems so weird and it looked like snake skin it looked really it was like a textured ledger it was strange and i didn't like it at all now what do you think the plan was originally because they didn't plan on that girl knocking mickey out uh bridget i don't think there was a plan at all i don't think anybody <laughs> okay, i didn't think so either <laughs> ever somehow vincent has a gun all of a sudden yes and like, he sees a goon, like one of the goons looking at him, and he's like, uh, I'll shoot the ceiling. Yeah, he shoots the ceiling. Like, freaks out. Somebody shoots the smoke machine. <laughs> like the smoke machine starts going off all crazy. Yep. It it's just a big mess. Richie sees Rachel sans wig, like emerge mm-hmm. from the fog machine, and he's like, Oh, and he like smiles. He's so happy to see her. Happy to see her. And Rachel just punches him in the face, which she definitely should have. And now here, after all the nonsense in this movie, is the weirdest thing that happens. As the police are, like, arresting Everyone's getting arrested. Zoe's just, like, she goes to, like, the DJ station and just starts, like, reading whatever she wrote earlier. It's the mod. Why? (laughs) Storytelling, baby. Come on. Open mic night. 
at <laughs> Club Tropicana. Get on up here. Come with your poems, your original songs. We want to hear it. Spoken word. Let's bring it. We it was so confused. It was so fucking weird. It was no like, one is reacting to it. Like, can they not hear her? I don't know. I I mean, I'd probably just be tuning her out and being like, who is this crazy nutter over here? <laughs> like yeah, reading her journal. Her. She's not well, okay. People are getting arrested. Do you not see what's happening around us? This is way more exciting. <laughs> I wish I had written down what she says, but it's very much like it sounds like something Rachel had written in her journal earlier. It just sounds like that same kind of voiceover. And you're like, what? It, what is this? But the real lesson we learned were the friendships that we made along the way. <laughs> that we did not make along the way. P.S. Vincent sucks. Um, oh, so, yeah. And then the ultimate burn that Rachel delivers to Richie. I called your wife. Oh, she had no idea about anything. And she's going to take all of your money. You better mm-hmm. get a lawyer. Fuck you. Fuck you. He's going to need a lawyer for all these other charges as well. Yeah. And then they have a raging party because really, why wouldn't you after you break up a sex trafficking ring? I would be like, hell yes. Yes. But would you want to do it at the club where all of these horrible things happen? No, no. I would pick a different venue, maybe on a different night. Like I probably wouldn't. Oh, and then they were all like, who knew who knew to call the police? How'd the police come here? Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. And then they look at the door and then there's mom standing at the door, like with all of the girls they saved. And they were like, mom, <laughs> we should have known. And they have like a heartfelt reunion. Ridiculous. It was the yeah, dumbest. Guys. This was like one of the dumbest films we've watched. It was, it was so really stupid. Dumb. And not even fun. Like everyone just sucks. I just wanted to get drunk with the mom and be like, God, <laughs> this movie sucks. It's making me sad and drunk. <laughs> Am I right? I'm grieving my hour and a half of lost time <laughs> watching this film. <laughs> Seriously. I'm getting hammered. So oh boy. I don't know. You have any closing thoughts on this film, Bridget? Like, don't watch it. I mean, Stay away from low lows. Yeah. Always a good piece of advice. Don't be a fucking low low. Don't and be if, a low low. If you have a low low in your life, get him out. Nobody tell needs- him he's got a go go. <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> That's a real zinger. <laughs> um, oh, don't. Can, and also, like, if you're gonna fake your death, that's questionable. Uh, uh, but if you're going to do it, please don't set an innocent. Why? They, while they might already be dead, don't set an innocent person on fire. That has nothing to do with no. your bullshit. Like, it's so disrespectful and rude. rude. <laughs> Listen, I know. I know all cops are bastards, but. In situations like this, sometimes it might be helpful to reach out to law enforcement with concerns of this magnitude, I don't think it was a wise decision for them to take this on themselves. And I do feel like if they just worked with the police, there could have been a way safer, better resolution. The cops 
at one point after they said Larry forgot to get out of the pool and that's why he died, they're like, we just don't have anything to connect all these dots. Why not hand over the journals? Yeah. They could have somebody go undercover. And you're right. ACAB forever. But in this Lifetime movie, everyone is a bastard. Not just the cops. (laughs) I mean, there's no good person in this movie. The the, The poor girl, the young girl who was like, yelling all the time i want a movie about her yeah and i also want to know how she got back into the club because as we know the club line is very exclusive it's an impregnable fortress it is why would they let some girl go that they fired the night before mickey was like get the fuck out of here take your money and go why would they let her back in no sense (sighs) so many plot holes but yeah anyways uh just be careful guys don't party with lolos or anywhere else gross or sleazy um if you have the chance to break up a sex trafficking ring do it safely and (laughs) get some uh advice from that lady from the walking dead who also does that uh, yeah and then also like not everyone wants to hear the shit that you have written down okay so just you don't need to hop on a microphone and like (laughs) Talk incessantly. Read your diary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we just burned ourselves. <laughs> no, but like, really though, in a in a in a high stress situation, read the room. Read the room. Maybe say, Not, yeah, these thoughts might be better for when we're a little calmed down. A little helpful way to remember it: read the room, not your journal. That's really good, Bridget. Thank you. I'm going to make it into a t-shirt oh, I want a no one will buy. On a bumper sticker. All right. Well, that's it, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll yeah. see you next week with another hopefully less yeah. stupid romp. I know. God. All right. Well, take care of everyone. Blah, 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 blah. Take, take care, care of, of everyone. Of everyone. And <laughs> no take pressure. care, comma, everyone. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.